<laughs> Hello. Okay, so you guys set up camp for the night. Uh, you mentioned at the, the bottom of last session that you weren't setting up a fire. Correct. No. So as you're setting up, uh, Jill, you mentioned you wanted to do a divination now or later? Uh, <laughs> might as well do it now. We've got time. We went to bed early. Yeah. How dark is dark right now? Like, I mean, I, we're out in the wilderness, but... Yeah, you're out in the wilderness. Sun's setting. Actually, let me double check the map, because there's a solid chance that the... Yeah, the sun is setting behind the mountains, so it's getting dark pretty quick. Okay. Um, in that case, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and do that now. Um, so Jill's just gonna, like, get in her bag, pull a few things together. I do want to do a quick religion check, I guess this would be. I want to, like... So I'm 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 going to make a I'm going to do a divination to a god that Jillianna does not worship. Divination seems to account for that. It just says a god. So. Exactly. Unlike commune, which is like your god or whatever. But like I'm 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 making an off and like what divination requires is a sacrificial offering appropriate to your religion. And I just want to do like a I I feel like it's probably going to be blood. <laughs> but I just want to do a check here. Just just uh, yeah, to sure. think about what a demon prince would be interested in. So maybe they would answer my question. Okay. Artie's down. <laughs> okay, so that's a... Ugh, not great. That's a 13. Okay. On a 13, you can, you can hazard a guess. You're not quite sure about Baphomet's worship specifically. Right. I, would, I was dumb and did not ask the priestess for, for, for Zeboim. You can still go back. Uh, <laughs> you're only four hours away. But uh, the, the, you're guessing, like, based on your general knowledge of fiends, you're thinking that either a sacrifice of a living creature or a sacrifice of your own blood uh, will be a sufficient offering to get this thing's attention. Okay. Did Alviva do any hunting earlier? Do we have any, ga do we have any like, live game or anything or any snare set or anything? Alviva, did you do any hunting? Uh, I've been generally, like, because I, I do, I have the ability that I can be as, like, I think that it, it is basically worded as, like, as you're traveling, you can pick up, you can basically be foraging at the same time. Okay, I will say then that, uh, as, as, as you were traveling, uh, you would have been able to, like, shoot a few rabbits, not bring down any big game, but shoot, take down enough small game that, like, you have enough food for this and you would have, probably have enough blood for what Jill needs. Also, it's like, if you ask ask Alviva for a live rabbit, and let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jill's going to mull it over. Okay, while Jill, while you're mulling it over, Alviva, roll a survival check for me real quick. I just want to see if something funny happens. Sure, I'm in favor of that. That is a 17. While you were foraging, you also found some mushrooms that you know have psychedelic properties. <laughs> oh! <laughs> As I as I, I I look around, yeah, cut flashback to Alviva bending over, sniffing a mushroom, looking furtively around, make sure no one's watching, <laughs> murmuring to herself, "This is for space, Dad." Yeah. <laughs> he likes drugs. And putting it in my pack. Okay, mark down on your inventory. Mentally checking off my quest. Do I get XP for fulfilling my quest of find drugs for space, Dad? Yeah, you got 100 XP points for that. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Drug mushrooms. Uh, so Jill is going to uh, not talk to Alviva about this. <laughs> <I think. laughs> 
she's going to get some supplies, go off a bit from camp, at least behind, I guess, like, if we're still in the same kind of areas where we fought the, uh, the Amphisbina, like, if it's still this kind of, like, kind of rocky grasslands territory? Yep. Okay. Then she's going to just go, uh... Not terribly far, but far enough that she's, you know, has a little bit of privacy. Mm -hmm. She's going to, uh, I guess, like, a ritual takes, like, what, ten minutes to do? It, are, are you ritual casting this? Or yeah. does it have a ten-minute cast time on it? No, it has a it has a one-action cast time, but just... I, yeah, I'm just trying to remember if clerics can do ritual casts. Yeah. Uh, clerics can, yeah. They can. Okay. Yeah. It's not, like, then, all yeah. spells, but, like, divination's one of them. Okay. Cool. Then yeah, uh, you can ritual cast that for ten minutes to uh, do the a ceremony that you think would be appropriate to reach the god that you're reaching for. Yeah, Juliana just kind of like prepares a prepares sort of like a kind of an altar ish thing, lights some incense. Uh, she's probably got a small knife on her. Thinks about it, and then in the space that she's prepared for the spell, uh, she's just kind of like gonna take the knife, do a do a cut on her forearm, and uh, and spill some blood. Okay, so you spill the blood, you can sort of feel, you visualize it as like a thread of your consciousness reaching out to the divinity that you're attempting to reach. You can feel it reaching out past the astral plane, out further, further into a place that you've never really been before. And you feel something, the thread touches something, which grabs it and yanks, and you feel yourself, your consciousness just pull from your body. <laughs> Anyone who's watching Jill ten minutes away, you just see her collapse to the ground limp. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say that, I'm like, like oh, Viva, we're in the wilderness. Anyone <laughs> trying to, like, wander off from camp is, if getting respect for privacy, because sometimes people gotta do business in the woods, is still, like, getting an eye from a distance. This is not a place where I'm gonna be like, oh, I guess that person will just, like, wander off into the dangerous wilderness on my watch. <laughs> sometimes you gotta poop in the woods. You see Jill collapse to the ground. Uh, Jilliana. Yeah. You find yourself in a stone hallway with a red sky overhead. You can see the path ahead of you branching and branching again. And you guess that you were in a gigantic stone labyrinth. And you can hear the bellowing breaths behind you of some kind of very large creature. Jilliana... Well, she's only really talked to one god before. <laughs> one and a half. Slowly turns around. I think she probably keeps her eyes kind of... I think she tries to keep them downcast, but they flick up. <laughs> Alright. You try to keep your eyes downcast as you turn, and you see a massive pair of cloven hooves crusted with gore and filth and you can't help but drag your gaze upward through matted fur caked with dried blood up to a minotaur that is somehow simultaneously about three times your size and the height of a mountain and you look up at this minotaur with long curling gnarled horns and Red eyes with that burn with a madness older than you can comprehend. Oh boy. As it looks down at you and says, What are you doing, little angel? <laughs> Jesus. <Ooh. laughs> Space Paladin Christ. I think we're about as far from Jesus as you can get. <laughs> <laughs>
Holy fuck. Um, Juliana had a little thing prepared. I think she's probably, like, <laughs> feeling around trying to remember what she wrote down. <laughs> she's got some something smudged on her hand, maybe. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Um. <clears throat> he leans in closer, and you can see that he's dragging behind him this huge double-headed axe. You can feel his breath wash over you, and it's burning hot. He says, Ask your questions, little angel. If they're interesting enough, I might let you leave this place. She sucks in a breath. We... My friends and I need your help. We're... We seek a cult dedicated to the worm that whispers. The world eater, devourer of suns and bringer of undeath. The cult's on Tafos, and we we think they seek the well of eternity, and we I don't know how to stop it. It's some whatever the cult's after, it threatens your children across wild space. How do we stop the cult from achieving their goal on Tafos? Baphomet kind of chuckles to himself and leans in a little bit closer and says there's a worm in the well. You need to get it out. Is that a worm with an O or a Y? With an O. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask the god to correct their spelling. <laughs> I don't think that counts as an interesting question. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> you know, you're saying questions. I thought I only got one of these. Yes, well. <laughs> that's not the most interesting question you have, is it? Didn't think I'd get more than one. Why is the cult after the well? What can the well do? The well shows them what they want to know. What, what are they... What are they even after? What do they want to know? If the well just shows them something, then it's... It shows them what they want to know. It gives them a reason to give up. Jill blinks. On a world far from yours, and yet so very close, little angel, a poet once wrote of the Aleph, a place where one can stand and see the whole of creation at once. And that gives them a reason to stop? Gives them a reason to despair. That's ridiculous. You don't need a reason to despair. That's... You need a reason to live. And Baphomet just starts laughing at this. <laughs> <laughs> I like you, little angel. Th 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 thank you? <laughs> I, don't think I, like, I don't think that's a good thing. Once <laughs> to boyfriend three incoming. Throw Artie at him. What else, little angel? What is it you want to know? Fuck. I, I don't know. I literally only had one question. I'm not sure what else to do here. <laughs> Like, one of those trick ones. Should you ask how to leave the maze? <laughs> or is that just gonna piss them off? I don't know. It, like, it, like, literally, it just... The spell says a single question. I was not prepared for this. You must have other questions only a god can answer. I, I mean, it's so many, but I don't... The, the, the priestess in, in Lotto said... There's a price, and I don't know if I should be paying it 
I'm no Beatazoo. I don't deal in contracts and wagers. I do as I please. There might be a price, there might not. Then what do you want? I want to see what you'll do. Why? You're interesting to me. Pass the test. Good job, Jill. Do you know other gods? Some of them. I can't say I get along with many of them. Do you... Have you met Ethla? <laughs> I've heard of her. Holed up in her little domain, powerless and asleep. Sleep? Burned all the energy she had to save one little world, and what did it get her? What? Sleep? Where? Where? What? Where? What? Easgard, of course. How do you wake up a god? Well, I think you'd have to go and find them first. I have to see a man about a horn. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> the question is, what would you do when you woke her up? I didn't think you were the one asking the questions here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are fun. I also don't think that is necessarily a good thing to be to you. It's all a matter of perspective, little angel. Now, what would you rather have? A god who's loving but absent? Or a god who's present but cruel? I, I don't think I've ever had the option presented to me before. <laughs> well, you think on that question, then. Who's guiding the worm? Oh, the worm doesn't need guidance. The worm does what it will. Question is, who's using the worm? Well, <laughs> what does the one who's using the worm want? What? Who? Where? <laughs> this is too much. This is too much. I can give you a name. His name is Varengar. Varengar. And that's it. Well, I can't give everything away for free, can I? No. No, I expect you can't. <laughs> then, how do I leave your labyrinth? <laughs> All you had to do was ask, little angel. When your goddess disappoints you for the last time, come and speak with me again, and then you wake up and sit bolt upright a few feet outside of the camp. Now, uh, is this... Is... I imagine... Are we all just kind of circled around there? Yeah, yeah I mean, you're, the whole party is just kind of standing over you. Aviva got a 20 on a medicine check of uh, <laughs> trying to discern if this was a okay level of passed out or it, not. It, it might be the magic thing she's doing. I honestly don't know. Wynne <laughs> uh, is saying as she wakes up. I feel suddenly jealous and I don't know why. <laughs> Juliana is drenched in sweat and she definitely wakes up like... Ah! Ah! You alright? What happened? Uh, um. Uh. Look like you saw Kokoi. Did you see Kokoi? Is there Kokois here? Oh, no what? one told me there'd be Kokois. Co What's Kokoi? What? Artie, tell us what Kokoi is. It's like a monster. He like. He sneaks under your bed and in your closet and he gets you if you don't eat all your fish. <laughs> oh, okay. No, wasn't that. Probably related, though. Maybe related to the fact that I bandaged up your arm while you were passed out? Oh, 
Thanks. This is good technique. Good job. <laughs> I'm learning. How about we step back into the hut? Yeah, I think I'd like that. Yeah, where things can't see us. Uh, let me. I. I. I need to. I should. Uh, and she just kind of like shaking. She just kind of like tidies up sort of the 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 sort of ritual space that she set up. Artie, can you help Jill up? I don't have the arm strength. <laughs> Artie lifts her. Yep. <laughs> and up we go. By the way, um, Jill, where your blood had hit the grass, there is now just a scorch mark. Okay. Okay, that, that happened. That happened. That happened. I, I did say no fires, Jill. I didn't set a fire. That wasn't me. That was... That was one of the scariest fucking things I've ever seen. Actually. <laughs> like hot scary or like... It's gonna eat you scary. Horny and scared. Like... <laughs> Both. Yeah. Well, there were horns. Mm. Oh, there were horns. Oh, there were such horns. Oh no. Oh, oh, those were those were really, really, really big horns. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Tent time. Let's get in a tent. Yeah. It's okay. time for tent. That doesn't sound like um horny. That just sounds scared. Uh, but yes, yeah, so into the hut. Uh, uh, wind kind of casually nudges everybody through the the opaque wall that they then can see clearly from the inside through. <laughs> Alright, you're now all inside the tiny hut? Uh, I, I had a, I had, I, I, I expected um, there was going to be one, one question, and then I ended up having a whole conversation with, with, uh, with, 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 with God, um, with the demon prince. He likes me, I don't think that's great oh huh not a hot demon oh. prince i mean no i'm saying ha huh, because i'm like that's at least interesting though yeah he used that word a couple times <laughs> <laughs> the cult wants to drink from the well to find a reason to give up apparently Oh, that sounds like a bunch of nihilists. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it does. Rommel, show us the way. I just, I don't understand why you need a well to just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I have a... I, I, I asked a lot of questions. I have a lot more questions now. Um... Hmm. We'll find the well. We'll find some cultists. We'll fuck them up. Yeah, we'll beat up the Easy. cultists. And then they'll tell us what they they know. Right. Um I I have a I have a name, um, at least for the uh probably the cult leader, turns out. Anybody ever heard of a Vanguard? Probably not. <laughs> um nope. Arturos would be the only one with a chance in hell of making this check. Arturos roll history. Let's roll <laughs> some history. It's a seven. Mm. Nope. <laughs> no, I have no idea. A what now? A Rengar? Ragnarok? The Rengar, or I don't... The Varenga boss is coming? <laughs> it might be coming, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, Ask not for who the Venga boss comes, <laughs> it comes for me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Sorry, I, um, uh, I, I, that was a lot. Um, I have a lot of things to, I, I, I'm not entirely sure everything that just happened to me. Okay, time to lie down, close your eyes. Everything is happening so much. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah sleep it off, time sleep to, it time off. To close. Shh, 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 shh. It's it's nap time. You know what you know what Artie and I know. What what what's that? At the end of a long day when shit doesn't make sense, you need a nap. Just sleep. <laughs> just sleep it off. It's fine. Take a nap. Just take a nap. It's really cute the way that you're able to just fall asleep whenever you want. That's neat. That's neat. That's not a thing that I I I can do. Artie starts doing the thing you do with babies where you just like rub their nose <laughs> rub down their nose until they close their eyes see Artie knows the secrets should we should we set up a watch we should probably set up a watch I can I can sit up I can sit up for a while nope you nope. can do that later yeah no. you can do that later I'll take first watch Alviva second Artie third everybody try to just chillax Jill I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just start, you know, doffing, doffing the armor. And... No, maybe I'll keep it on. Maybe I'll just keep it on. Maybe I'll just keep, keep. No, keep you don't need keep... that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need rest. Mm-hmm. You, you don't need that. We're in a tent. And also, it will hurt me specifically because I will lay down on you. Yeah, we're doing a nap squad cuddle here, and pointy metal bits are not allowed. Hmm. Okay, 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 this is fine, everything's fine, situation normal, everything's fine. Alviva, I say we do a weight blanket. Yeah, sounds Me on top of Jill and you on top of me and we'll just like, Uh yeah. (laughs) Just a coordinated like three, two, one, flop. (laughs) (laughs) And nap! Listen, we've gotten good at this. Kind of experts. Yeah, no, she will just... She, she'll accept that. Um, probably that will help actually get her to fall asleep. A uh, uh, whole boy. Is getting weight blanketed? Okay. Uh, Wynn, you're on first watch? Yep. Okay. Uh, you have dark vision, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, let me just roll something real quick. I think everybody has dark vision now except Alviva. Because oh, I think Artie, Artie forgot that he had dark vision and retroactively remembered it. <laughs> D&D decided that I was correct. <laughs> this should have dark vision. It makes sense. Light doesn't get that far. All right. Uh, when you sit up for your, uh, for your four-hour watch shift. Mm-hmm. It's pretty quiet all night. Uh, at one point, you like see a shape swoop overhead and then a, another one. And then a whole bunch, and you realize there is a flock of bats feeding overhead of the camp. Cute. Shout out to Dracula Daily. <laughs> a couple of them seem to have been a little bit confused by the by the dome. They bonk off at a couple of times, but none of them oh, appear to be hurt. Oh, no! <laughs> so cute! Oh, no! When aloud even goes, oh, no! <laughs> Babies, no! I know bats! You bats, no! Oh, no! All right, and the uh, the end of your shift uh, approaches without incident. She goes to wake up Alviva. Yeah. Only incident where a bunch of really cute bats mistaking the dome for something they could fly into. 
Oh my gosh. It's so cute. I love rats. They were so cute. All right. Take over. I'm going to go meditate. Yeah, okay. Can you sit on Jill when you do it? I think the weighted blanket helps. Yeah, sure. (laughs) And she moves and she probably sets in her meditation pose on top of Jill. (laughs) Awesome. On top of Artie, who's on top of Jill. Yeah. It's a sandwich. It's a pile. Okay. Aviva will, you know, get ready and go out. And then Aviva has one one smart trick to get around not having dark vision, which is that I have a pseudo dragon familiar with Yay! 60 feet dark vision and keen Yay! senses who can fly and who I can telepathically commune with. A good baby. So, so my approach these days to taking watch is to kind of, it, it's nice. It's like, it's my breadsticks time <laughs> where I just, you know, open the mental communication two ways and the breadstick fly around and I get to kind of see the area from the air with dark vision. It's very cool. And we just send like vibes back and forth. Hooray for breadsticks. Yeah. Okay, so uh roll a perception check, please. Uh sure. How do I balance so you know, taking advantage of breadsticks who also has advantage on perception checks that use sight, hearing, or smell. Yes. Uh you would just roll breadsticks' perception. Cool. With advantage? Uh yes. Breadsticks? How? Oof. Breadsticks? Wait, hold on. That's Mathematically, s- how? <laughs> that is a six, which is rough for a plus three looks roll like, of advantage. Yeah, it looks like Breadsticks rolled a three on the die and had a plus three. <laughs> and the other one was a two from the looks of it. Yep. <laughs> Maybe it's distracting if the bats are still around, because I do think Breadsticks would want to chase down and eat those bats. Mm, yummy dummy bats. Okay. So, you you and Breadsticks are sitting there uh, enjoying your watch when out of nowhere from behind you hear the tremendous whooshing sound of a vast winged creature swooping over the dome, but it doesn't appear to be interested on the dome. Instead, you see it land a few yards away. You hear the noises of a corpse being torn apart by a large predator. Something has found the dead Amphisbina. Oh, yummy shit. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to very quietly scoot back into the tent. Okay, uh, roll stealth. That's a 13. Okay, you very quietly scooch back into the tent. Uh, the, the Whatever it is appears to have n- either not nosed you or have no interest in you. It is just continuing to eat the dead Amphisbina. Uh, the noises are not good. <laughs> yeah, noises are bad. Uh, I'm going to ask Breadsticks to do a flyby, not getting any closer than necessary, just to get eyes on this thing. Basically, just like whip around, take a look at it, come right back into the tent. Okay, uh, so let's have Breadsticks roll a stealth check. Sure. Good luck, little Breadsticks. Go, um, cool, Breadsticks, go. Oh no, Breadsticks rolled a one. I'm I'm going to show this to you just because I I believe that we have actually just flipped a coin here because the creature got a natural 20. Oh, no. Uh, Oh, no. So Breadsticks uh, whips around, does a quick whip around of the creature. And what you see is a creature with the body of a lion, two huge bat-like wings, a very long spiked tail, and the face of a human being that looks up at Breadsticks as it passes by and makes a... uh, quick 
one off just uh, its tail flicks up and fires a spike at breadsticks <gasps> no <laughs> uh does a 17 hit yes okay uh, breadsticks takes four piercing damage oh okay all right is breadsticks still alive yes breadsticks has seven hit points Okay, at this point, Breadsticks whips back towards the orb, uh, towards the dome. The manticore, having not killed it immediately, uh, loses interest and goes back to uh, the thing that it's eating. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Aviva, very distressed, cuddles Breadsticks and apologizes. <laughs> and Breadsticks is feeling very needy right now. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, my little girl. Oh, I'm so sorry, Breadsticks. You are so good. You are so brave. You're so good. She she seems to accept the apology <laughs> and is now enjoying the attention. Yes, all the screeches. What do you think, Breadsticks? Should we wake people up? This is kind of just going to freak them out. <laughs> Guess are you right. waiting for a response from Breadsticks? <laughs> I'm going to assume Breadsticks doesn't does it now. Uh, the breads, breads, Breadsticks is mostly of the opinion that stay away from the big scary thing. Yeah. Tell you what, Breadsticks, I think think Wynn is the most reasonable in this sense. I'm I'm gonna nudge Wynn awake out of meditation. Mm. She kind of blinks her eyes a few times and says, Hmm? Cute bats? Uh no. <laughs> Let's stay quiet. And I assume that there's immediately then the sound of like bone crunching from outside. Oh yeah, there's there's some <laughs> she kind there's of some turns, really choice noises. She kind of turns her head that direction, then looks back to Alfiva. So, and I guess, should I roll, like, a nature check to call this thing a manticore? <laughs> uh, yeah, roll nature check. <laughs> That's a 21. That's a, it's a manticore. That's yeah, it's a fucking a manticore. manticore. Yeah. Alexi knows. Yeah, so, I feel like I should have known better, but setting up camp next to a tasty, free corpse is a good way to attract predators. <laughs> I, I, listen, Grayson, mentally, is kicking my butt so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> but the good news is we're in our sneaky little hut. With nuts. Yeah. Yeah, and the manticore, because it's a manticore, is gonna get a nice full meal, and then I think it'll probably leave. So I think, I think it's fine. stay inside and be quiet, and I'll keep my watch. And I think that we just just let it have its late night snack. Sounds good. Uh, wake me up a few minutes before you wake up, Artie, and I'll just make sure to recast the uh, the tent if it's still around. Yeah, God, it hadn't occurred to me it could go away. That would be really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fine. Otherwise, it can't get in. So. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, is Breadsticks all right? Oh. As she noticed that Breadsticks is injured. She took a she took a spike. She's so brave. <laughs> oh, baby girl. And uh Wynne reaches out and gently strokes breadsticks along her scaly hide, and I'm gonna healing order. Oh, thank you. There you go. Nine health back to breadsticks, so she's fully healed. Thank you. Thank you. And then she promptly goes back to her meditation. Okay. Well, Alviva's gonna spend the rest of watch. <laughs> Staring at the darkness, listening to the crunching, slurping noises, and <laughs> cuddling breadsticks. That's fun. It's, it's fun here. Okay. It, because you're inside the dome, roll a stealth check with advantage. Sure. It's 22. 
the uh, the manticore uh, finishes up its scavenging of the Amphisbina corpse, and you hear a uh, great thunder of wings as it takes off and leaves. Cool, 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 cool. The rest of your shift passes without incident. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. All right. I will, as before, as, as requested, wake up Wynne and then wake up Artie. Okay, Artie and Wynn, you are bo- you've both been awoken by Alviva. <gasps> no. uh, I'm going to mark myself as having a long rest. Yep, you had your four hours. Um, Artie. Yes. 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 Uh, just so you know, big, big manticore came and ate <laughs> the snake we killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it probably ate it all up. It did it for, like, hours. <laughs> Um, it was long and kind of gruesome, but, you know, in terms of things to keep an eye out on watch, we accidentally left a tasty free meal next to our tent, so I think we're probably over the consequences of that now, but, you know, be careful. <laughs> oh, okay. Also, Artie, if you want to pass back out, I can take it again. I I only need four hours of meditation. No. All right. No. Just be ready no. to come back into a tent on short notice, this, I would say. This is my turn. Yes, that's a, uh, Don't worry about it, Jill. Go back to sleep. Uh, Go to sleep. Quick. Okay. My flop watch. Under. I flopped down on top of her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, mm. Okay. Uh, Artie does a watch. When we'll go ahead and recast Tiny Hut just to make sure that it stays up since it's only eight hours long. Uh, just walking the inside, but then she will kind of go to the side and kind of entertain herself while Artie's technically on watch. <laughs> okay, so Artie's on watch and uh, Wynn is also awake. Yeah. Okay. A couple of hours pass without incident, and then both of you jump as you hear this long, horrible, yowling howl that sounds like it's coming from two throats at once. And from further away, a whole bunch of answering howls that sound the same way. And within a few minutes, mm. you can see a bunch of shapes in the dark also converging on what's left of the Anthusbina. Oh, we fucked up so bad. Yeah, lots of scavengers, actually. <laughs> yeah. That is how that works. Yeah, you have the big yeah. scavenger, and then the little ones come in and take the rest of it. That's how <laughs> nature works. Nature, nature is beautiful. Nature is beautiful. <laughs> this reminds me of the sea. Can I roll a nature check to try and figure out what these might be? Uh, roll a perception check first to see if you can see them in the dark. Got it. 20. Artie only rolled a 4. Arturos, <laughs> you can't see shit. When uh, <laughs> uh, you are looking over there and you see the uh, a bunch of dog-like creatures about the size of wolves. What do your elf eyes see? But it takes you a minute to figure out what's wrong with the silhouette until you realize that each one of these creatures has two heads. Hmm. What's with this fucking island? And they are crunching right through the bones and gristle and what remains of this Amphisbina corpse and making a terrible racket. In fact, it's probably not long until they're going to wake up the rest of the party doing hmm. this. Do I have... Why would I ever take anything to silence anybody? Like your stage name is literally cacophony. <laughs> yeah, silence exactly. is for yeah, losers. I, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> silence is for cowards. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, she kind of looks around, digs into her pockets. She pulls out a candle she has. Uh, <laughs> idly starts rubbing it between her hands to heat it up. And then uh, pulls off a little bit of beeswax, uh, rolls it around. 
gets gets four of these going. Uh, and then first, gently tap taps Alviva. Uh huh. Yeah, Alviva, you hear a tap tap. You feel a tap tap in your sleep. Okay. Put these in okay. your ear, she says, pressing the two ears. Alviva, you will start hearing the most terrible racket, <laughs> of course, being torn apart by dogs. Oh no! <laughs> Put them in your ear, and then a win is going to try and slip these into Jill's ears without waking her up. <laughs> Jill, roll perception with disadvantage. Right. <laughs> Can I? Should I roll stealth or sleight of hand or something? Yeah, roll stealth. Uh, I rolled a thirteen with disadvantage. Okay, seventeen. You managed to get the wax into Jill here <laughs> without her waking. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Okay. All right. I'll go back to sleep. Don't don't she mess with the wolves. Oh God! Now that I got that out my th- now that I got a bunch of mucus in my throat. Fuck. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All for the authenticity. Cacophony, what do your elf eyes see? Uh, they're like wolves with two heads. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Alviva and, and Jill are asleep, though, so we got that going for us. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Arnie has no clue what these are. Ar- tell tell the <laughs> folks at home what you just rolled, Riosifer. Arnie rolled a nature check, and he got a nat one. Yeah, no, you got nothing, bud. (laughs) You're not even entirely sure what a wolf is. (laughs) You mean like Max? Imagine like Max, Max but has two heads. No, imagine if Max. You you know how Max has like the uh, the the pointy jaw and stuff like that, the pointy teeth in his mouth, and kind of elongated a little bit. And but imagine that, but no human. I need both of you to roll stealth checks, by the way, with disadvantage, because you're talking. <laughs> Fifteen. Uh, that's a seven. Does the tiny hut have any yeah, tiny specific wording have... about stealth? And one can also assume that they're whispering. Or at least if it balances out. Uh, is, the, is there sound? Uh, yeah, I guess, when you've got the spell. Is there Hold sound on. blockage on tiny hut? I am checking. Uh, no no one can hut, see hut. or smell. One would hope that no one can hear. Uh, nothing about noise. It's just the, but sight-wise, it's opaque from the outside, so nobody can see in, but we can see out. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, (laughs) we have another natural 20. (laughs) They they can hear us, but they can't fucking get to us, baby. Yeah, they they have keen hearing and smell. Uh, so... As as you guys are talking, you see, uh, the head of the largest of these creatures lift and sniff and turn towards the dome. Oh shit! And it comes, it comes trotting over and just starts sniffing at the dome. Wind, wind doesn't seem very worried. It tries to get through the dome and it can't, and then it starts digging, and it can't get through the dome that way either because I believe it extends underground. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it starts digging, realizes that's not going to work, and just starts snarling and snapping at it, trying to get through.
Jam Jammer is performed by Alexi Peppers, Annie Creighton, Kit Walker, Mackenzie Weaver, and Rio, and is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs are by Rio, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art is by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. For more episodes of this show and our other shows, as well as news, check out our website at crookedrussiancamp.horse. Uh, you have not started your long rest yet. I have a nighttime encounter table. Uh-huh. Oh, that's fun. You want to, in light of that information, do you want to get your divination before or after? <laughs> <laughs>